right, here we go. Sarah here. Welcome back to another episode of Your Fucking Welcome. I have something that I feel excited about today. We uh, recently introduced to the Your Fucking Welcome Insiders community a little option to be able to send me voice notes, voice messages, and just ask me different questions, whether that's something like a what would Sarah do kind of vibe or just general advice on content, business, so on and so forth. And so we have our first one for you today, which we'll go ahead and play. And it's Steven from my community just asking a couple of questions about content and overcoming doubt. And obviously, I know that's something that so many of you struggle with as well. And so it felt like the perfect and aligned thing to share with you and riff on today. And so we're going to play that audio and then I'll dive into it. Hey, Sarah, it's Steven. My question is about whenever I go to write my posts for my audience or my community, I find myself getting discouraged or I don't know if it's imposter syndrome or like a a worthiness issue, but doubt totally creeps in when I'm writing my posts. And I think to myself, why is this not as good as this person's post? Or why doesn't this sound as good as this person's post? And I just totally fall into this trap of doubting myself when I'm writing content to put out to my audience. And I was wondering if you could give some wonderful words of wisdom. Love you so much. Okay, so I have a million things to say on this, of course. And, you know, one thing I want to say to everybody first and foremost is no matter how many clients I have worked with, every single one of them deals with this. Every single one. It doesn't matter how much money they're making, how much success they've had. This is something that they deal with. I deal with this on a pretty much daily, regular basis. And so, I don't know, I just say that because I want your fears, your doubt, your moments where you're kind of like freezing when it comes to knowing what to say and and doubting the things that you're about to say. Those moments are normal. And of course, it's a practice and it's an important practice to work through that and to learn to get better on like dropping the emotions, kind of taking this intentional step to get back into your power. But again, at the same time, recognizing that it's something that we all face as we put ourselves out there online. And so I never want anyone to feel like guilty or bad or shameful or wrong for having to deal with this over and over again. It's something that again happens at different levels. Um, like meaning you'll you'll face it on a new level. You think you think you handled it, you know, because of one offer and then all of a sudden you're stretching to a new niche or whatever it is. And then all of a sudden you have to deal with it again. It just happens. And again, our job always is just, just to get a little bit more self-aware and better at working through our fears. And so the first annoying fucking thing that I'm going to say is you have to detach from the outcome. And of course, so often when we're talking about this, we're talking about detaching from the outcome when it, as it pertains to the sale, and that's relevant. But we also want to remember that we're detaching from the outcome in terms of validation, in terms of people liking what we have to say, in terms of somebody's negative pushback possibly. Your job as a content creator is to make people fucking feel something. And remembering that for myself is one of the most powerful possible things that I can do because, of course, again, I can sit there in a launch. I can sit there when I'm marketing something. I want the sale. I want the money. All of that, of course. I want for people to like what I have to say. I don't want to piss people off. I don't want people to think I'm dumb, stupid, whatever like shitty adjective we could possibly use. I don't want anybody to think negatively about the things that I have to say. 
but I have to let that go. And again, that is an intentional choice and it's an intentional practice to let that go. And I have to do the thing that I've been preaching to you from day one. And that is to think about my ideal client. Think about the person that I am trying to reach, not again, just from this ideal client avatar 101 nonsense kind of way, right? Like I, I, want it, I want it to be more meaningful than that. I literally want to think of the person, the girl, the woman that is struggling in a way that I know that with my help and my words and my guidance and my support, she doesn't have to be struggling or nearly as much. I want her to feel what is possible for her. I want her to feel that she is a shift away from believing in herself, trusting herself, all of those kind of things. And so if I can sit there and I can connect mentally with the person that I am trying to reach, truly, all of the other nonsense and doubt and imposter syndrome, all of that, it will melt away truly. Because again, if we're for most of us, we are a version of our ideal client. And so nothing is more powerful for me than I than when I am thinking about the fact that, okay, here's something that I was struggling with. What did I need to hear when I was struggling that I know now that would have pulled me out of that struggle? And especially when I think about, again, a specific person or if it's myself, I truly, genuinely, honest to God, just want to shake that person and let her know another possibility is available to her and the struggle that she's having right now. It doesn't have to be her struggle and that it's going to change. It's going to transform and that she is capable of making that happen. Like that's why I fucking do what I do. That's why all of us do what we do. This person, Steven, who sent this message in, I know this is such a big part of why he does what he does. He wants people to see what's possible for them. And so again, yes, we want the sale. Yes, we want people to like our shit. But if we function based on that, we're never going to get as far. It's never going to be as powerful. It just isn't. And that's not me saying that to you in this fluffy way to like, again, make it all sound good. I, it, I'm i saying it to you because it fucking works, right? Like when you actually care and when you're coming from a place of power and you let the caring, you let the purpose be first with your message, that's when it actually works in the first place. And so again, like the very simple answer for this is to detach from the outcome, right? Any like egoic outcome that we're trying to think about. And it's literally remembering here why you're fucking doing what you're doing in the first place. And that is for the person who you want to make feel something. You want to make them feel something. So just make them feel something. And I promise you, when you focus on that, you wind up getting the results. You wind up getting the outcomes that you actually want. I've been saying this a lot lately, and I don't know if I said it on the podcast. And so even if I did, it doesn't matter because I'm going to say it again. I've been saying this in like this bitchy almost way lately in my like my programs or courses and not because I really want to say it in a bitchy way but I keep saying over and over to so many of you, think about one specific ideal client. Think about one specific ideal client. And so often so many of you are so resistant or so fearful to do that for whatever reason. And it's not that I don't get it. I, I get the FOMO. I get the, you know, trying to talk to this person because they bought from me previously. And I get that it can be a little bit messy and wonky. But at the same time, I'm like, if you were to put a fucking post-it on your computer and remember Every single time you go to write a piece of content, every single time you do anything, you're like, remember my person. Remember, give that person a name. I have a couple different, one in particular, I have one client that I've worked with for a long time who is my ideal client to a T. I have to get her face in my brain when I'm writing content. 
her face in my feelings. I have to feel her when I'm trying to write to her, whether that's, you know, a sales page or just like an Instagram post and me anchoring myself over and over again into doing that makes me so powerful. It makes me so powerful. And so again, I say that to you all because I'm like, if you were to just do this one thing, put everything through the lens of the person that you actually want to speak to, I really feel like most of you would double, triple, quadruple your income without even fucking trying by just taking that one simple shift. And so if you're not doing that, I wanna just push you to, I don't know, ask yourself why and allow it to be a little bit easier for you in that way because truly I think it's such an easy, at the end of the day, shift. It's not always simple, right? It might be a little bit complicated because you're working through who that person is, but just remembering that every day, that's fucking easy. That's easy. And then the other thing that I would just want to say is that when it comes to, Stephen said something about, you know, thinking about this person's content being better, or uh, I think something about like judgment. I just want to remind everybody, those subconscious fears, those subconscious doubts are going to creep up for each and every one of us as we take action in our businesses. So, you know, I, like, I know for me personally, if I go to write a piece of content, on Instagram specifically, there are a few specific people that pop into my head that I just like imagine judging me. And it's a really weird thing because like I have no reason to feel that way, right? Like they've never even done anything that makes me feel judged. But for whatever reason, it is just this thing that pops up into my head. And I've just gotten a lot better at being aware of it and questioning it, not trying to like just push it down and like ignore it, push it under the rug and pretend it's not there. That doesn't help you move through anything. And so if I'm sitting there being like, oh, Bob is thinking this about me. Well, like, Sarah, is that actually true? Why would he, why would he say that? Why would he think that? Do you think that's true? Doesn't Bob have a lot more other things going on aside from, you know, ripping your content apart, so on and so forth. Like I just have to kind of address it within myself and be honest with myself about what is actually going on and where that actual fear stems from. Because most of the time we can trace it back. You know, Shyla and I talked about this a lot in our episode, which was I think one episode ago. Yeah, uh, I'm recording them at all different times now. So I forget exactly when that aired, but last week I'm pretty sure. Uh, you know, we were just talking about those things where we feel like, okay, these these things happened to us, big or small, in childhood or, you know, sometime previously in our lives. And it can feel silly or stupid, whatever, to allow them to keep playing out and affecting us. But that's not us being crazy or overly attached to something that happened to us. It's it's science, right? It's the way that our bodies function. We store that trauma. We store those feelings. And we therefore hold on to those doubts because we think that they're going to play out again in our lives. And so, again, not ignoring the things that are coming up and simply looking at them, getting curious about it, and ultimately making it the goal to decide that it's not true. Because anything that anything that is coming from a place of you doubting how great you are, it's not fucking true. That's not the truth. That's a lie. Because you are capable. You are powerful. You are influential. You have more power within you to motivate and to inspire and to transform the world than you even are close to realizing right now. And so anything that is standing in the way of you believing that is a fucking lie. And so this is where we're just one by one cutting them down, breaking them down and deciding, no, fuck this, fuck this, fuck this. And deciding those things don't get to hold me back. Those people, those thoughts, those memories, those things don't get to hold me back. 
and I get to step into the fullest potential of my power right now because there are people who fucking need me on the other side of this Instagram screen, whatever. And I need to show the fuck up for them. I need to make them feel something. They're having a bad day. They're having a bad week. They're not believing in themselves. They're doubting themselves. They're not trusting themselves. I need to be the person who shows the fuck up and gives them permission to do and have all of the things that they want. It's not about you. It's about that person. And so again, you get to slay your doubts, slay all the feelings of, you know, not good enough, judgment, so on and so forth. And it's a process. It's a practice. And it's never going to end. Hate to break it to you, right? It's, it's something that we all have to work on continually. And it feels like fucking torture sometimes. It really does. But I don't know. This is the this is the path so many of us chose, right? Like we didn't choose easy. And so we have to do that work. We have to continually work through those feelings and thoughts and, you know, the negative bullshit and the beliefs and all of that kind of stuff. And again, I'll say it again, for the person who needs us. That's that's what we've all chosen to do here. And so we have to do it, right? We have to do it. Um, and, you know, if you are somebody who is working on this, trying to work on this, trying to move through this, really show up and blow up could not be happening at a better time for you because yes, we're talking about all the practical stuff like how to post online and, you know, what platforms to sh show up on, all of those kind of things. But this is really about you stepping into your power over the course of 30 days and then of course beyond and sharing your message, sharing your message boldly and consistently and asking for the sale because you know that you're meant to do really big things. You know that you are meant to help people and they can't be helped by you. They can't pay you unless you're showing the fuck up and showing them who you are and why you care and why you're going to help them. And again, Show Up and Blow Up is a program that helps you with the structural pieces of that, but also the ass kicking around all of that and getting you into action. And and it's one of my favorite things that I've ever done. It is going to be self-study after this round. The doors close this Friday at 11.59 p.m. Pacific. Our challenge actually kicks off on November 1st. So that's a 30-day challenge starting on November 1st. And then after that is just going self-study. And so if you are looking for that extra little – I don't like using the word accountability because it feels a little bit like – I don't know, just like a little bit immature. Uh, but it really does give you that extra push, that extra guidance, and that extra reason to show up for yourself and, of course, to blow up, right, because that is possible for you in a really fast time frame. And that's what this program makes possible. And so if you're interested, I would love to have you, sarah-dan.com. There is a $2,500 cash prize at the end for one person who shows up for the whole 30 days. Uh, it really is. It's just like there's a ton of momentum. There's a ton of buzz. There's a ton of energy. And so if that is something you need, again, I would love to have you. And I'll talk to you in the next episode. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, I would really, really, really appreciate it if you took the time to rate, review, and subscribe. It really helps the show a ton and I would be super grateful.